Beauty. So today's daf is daf samachtes, page sixty-nine in Masechet Yevamos, and we are on daf samachtes. We're going to pick up from Ula Rebbe Akiva. Okay, this is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven lines from the top of the Yomer. Eleven lines from the top of the page. Ula Rebbe Akiva. All right. Now the the sugya, at least initially on today's daf, is uh, until the two dots going to continue. Yesterday's conversation. Yesterday we played a little bit of back and forth in classic Gemara style where we were bringing psukim that proved that if a woman has relations with somebody who she's puzzled to, it's going to puzzle her up, number one, for ever eating truma again, and number two, for marrying kahuna. Now the last idea that we quoted psukim for is the Gemara had made a statement. Ashkechon, you find that a woman becomes possible by chiyuve kares. If let's say she would have relations with somebody, she's chayv kares too. That would possible her up for marrying kuhn again. Chayve laven minayin. How do you know by, that if she would have relations with somebody who's only a chiy of love, that also would possible her up? And we brought a pasuk for that. Okay. Now, what's an afkamina in general between chiyuve kares and a chayv of love? By chiyuve kares, the marriage is not valid. A guy walks over to his sister. And he says, You're not married. You can't make up a marriage. There's no 614th mitzvah. You can marry. No shaykhis. You can have a chuppah and everything. It doesn't work. So by, by a chayv lav, it does work. So Gemara was asking, maybe if she would have relations with a soul of a lav, maybe taka, she would still be muttered to marry a kind. And we brought circumproving proving otherwise. What we're going to do now, and the next step of Gemara, is question the opinion, which we don't paskin like, but the famous opinion of Rabbi Akiva that we came across a few times, Rabbi Akiva is of the opinion that even a chi of love, the marriage is not valid. Now, according to Rabbi Akiva, who holds not, not only by kares is there no havaya, is there no uh, acquisition of marriage, but even by a chi of love, there's no acquisition of marriage. So what we're going to do is question Rabbi Akiva, why do I need our psukim? Because we brought two psukim, one pasuk for chi of kares, one pasuk for chi of love. According to him, it's zalbazach. It's the same exact thing. So that's going to be the initial uh, the initial sugya that we handle. Here we go. Eleven lines from the top of Samachtes Amud Aleph. Says the Gemara Uli Akiva. According to the opinion of Rabbi Akiva, the Heliger Rabbi Akiva Damar in Kedushin Taifim Bechavi Lavin, who holds that Kedushin does uh, does not take hold. It's not Taifis. Does not take hold even by Chavi Lavin. Mike, you see a list are, why do I need a pasuk to tell me kisihia? Now kisihia, those words are the are the words that tell me a valid marriage. Kisi Bael says the Gemara, once she, uh, you know, once, she, or since, she can mean because, since, since she had Bia, Amana Grusha Lamali. Why do I need the Pasuk of Amana Grusha? Yesterday we learned that from Amana Grusha to tell me that if she has relations with a guy, with an Eved Kanani, or she has relations with an Eved, that are Lav, still that's going to puzzle her up. According to Rebbe Kiva, we already know their puzzle. Why do I need Amana Grusha? The word amana is coming to be machmir on her. Okay, now why would we be machmir on her if she's an amana? We're about to explain. Ugrusha, a divorcee, we're coming to be lenient on her. Utricha, and we need the pasuk of amana and gerusha. Before we read the Gemara inside, let me explain outside what's about to happen. There's a very gishmak alumnus that the Gemara is going to tell us. Listen closely, it's amazing. Can an Amana marry a Kohen? Yes. Amana can marry a Kohen. Can a Grusha marry a Kohen? No. no. Right? Uh, a widow is allowed to marry a regular Kohen. Not a Kohen Gadol, as we learned in yesterday's parsha. 
Okay? But Grusha uh, cannot. So says the, the Gemara is about to say it like this. You know, when a woman has relations and she's an almana, at the time she's fit to be with a Kayan. So maybe when you have relations with somebody and those relations aren't necessarily going to ruin you for kahuna, we're still going to permit, we're not going to apostle it up. Because you're, the, the word that we've been using is tethered. Right, you're kind of still connected. You're, she, you know, there's this. So when you're in Amana, you're still betiras marriage within Sheva Kahuna. Once you're a Grusha, you're not betiras anything. So let's see this inside how this plays out as far as halacha. So Tricha, I need to teach me the words of Amana and Grusha. Why? Tiashmin Amana Ivatara would have said that in Amana becomes possible. Amana who Zara Achlat. Let me say, he says it more like this. If you have a woman, who was married, had no to a coin, had no children. Okay, is she ever allowed to eat truma again? Yeah, because if she comes from a family of kahanim, she's going to go back to her father's home. She could also go and marry a different kain, right? So mishum dechazia lekahuna. I'll say that maybe over there will be makel, will be lenient, and allow her to continue eating truma because she's still fit. For kahuna, aval grusha, but when it comes to a grusha, the kahuna, once a woman is divorced, she's not fit for kahuna anymore. There's no kayan in the world who's allowed to marry her. That was the part we shared by Kiddush with the Chazanish. Yeah? The, the, that, um, for those who weren't by Kiddush yesterday, we shared a, a funny maisa, a little perm tire. The Chazanish says over that there's a, the Av Bezin of Pinsk, Rabbi Maisha Horowitz, when he was installed, so they made a Kiddush, and there was no. There was no uh, wine on the table. There was no wine. So he was a little, uh, you know, he was in the mood to kibitz a little bit. So he asked the Eilam, he says, if anybody, I'm going to make a deal with you. I'm going to ask you a shayla, and if anybody, whoever doesn't know the answer has to put a bottle of wine on the table for kiddush. You have to go home and grab a bottle of wine. Say it, deal. So he says, give me a case where a kayin's allowed to marry a, a grusha. So all these big tamidei chachamim, yeah, everybody's there by his installation. They're all racking their brains. Looks at the first guy, says, dude, the guy says, I don't know. He says, go get a bottle of wine. The guy comes back, a bottle of wine. Second guy, a bottle of wine. Before he knows, the table's full of wine. Okay, Gavaldik. So then they ask him, no, give us a case. We're, not mono, we're, we're a grusha, can marry a kain. He says, I don't know. He takes out a bottle of wine and puts it on the table. He says, I'm, as, as you're out bezin, I'm teaching you how to make a kiddush. Yeah? <laughs> there should be wine on the table. That, that, that's his idea, right? So says the Gemara, There's no case where a grusha is going to be fit for kahuna. I will say, Even though the Leslie Zarah, even if she doesn't have children, she can never go back to her father's house. She's not allowed to eat. So, Mamela, I need Grusha, Gavaldik, Viashmi, Inon, Grusha. And if it would have only told me the Allah of a Grusha, Grusha is different than Almana. Grusha, Hudechias, Lazara, Layachla. I would say like this Maybe I'm only Machmer by a Grusha because if, even if a, a divorcee, even if she doesn't have children, she's still never allowed to eat Truma again, whether or not she has children. Because she's not fit for Guru anymore. Bottom line. Okay, period. Bottom line is, what did we just accomplish? We wanted to know. Yesterday we learned, top of today's daf, which we got onto yesterday, we learned that Amana Grusha is letting me know that in general, 
a woman who has relations with a guy or a nevet also is going to apostle her up. I, Rabbi Akiva, what's he going to do with that apostle? He doesn't need it because he already knows Kedushin is not typhus. He already knows Kedushin is not going to take hold. So he has his own svara. He says, Amanagusha is coming to teach me that there's no nafkamina whether or not um, a, a woman's going to be capable of going back into Sheva Kahuna. Either way, she becomes puzzled from eating Shuma. Okay, period. Says the Gemara, Anu Shailu. Anu Shailu. The Eman Nivala Lepsula Af Machsir Grushase. Why don't we say the Pasuk is coming to teach us that if she had Bia with somebody who's puzzled to her, it's going to apply even to somebody who takes back his divorcee, right? This whole sugya that we had earlier on, the, the entire sugya of a machzir grushasai. We know a person is not allowed to remarry his wife once she marries another man. So you, you a guy divorced, Ruvain divorces his wife. She goes ahead and marries Shimon. Then Shimon either dies or divorces her. The Allah is Ruvain is never allowed to take her back. Now, if Ruvain does take her back, is the Kedushin Chal? The answer is yes. We learned earlier that a Maxir Grushosai, the Kedushin is going to be valid. Okay? Now, if the Kedushin is going to be valid, even though it's a lav, Lachora should be included in the same category that we've been discussing all along. You have a case here where it's forbidden, but Kedushin is still typhus. Why don't we mention that case? Answer the Gemara, Le'ezzar Amarachmana. The Torah says that when we talk about Abbas Kayin, Kisiya Le'ezzar, the daughter of a Kayin who's fit to be for an Ishzar, somebody outside of Sheva Kahuna, a regular Yisrael, Mishazar Etzlam Eikar. The, the halach is, the drasha is going to be, an Ishzar is referring to somebody who's always been a Zar to who? To her. Somebody she's always been forbidden to, Lafuke Hai, to exclude a Machsir Grushase. Has she been ushered to him throughout her life? No. She was muttered to him until she married Shimon. Until she married Shimon, she was muttered to marry Ruben, to Lazar Etzlam Eikarahu, that he wasn't considered a constant Zar. And therefore, we're not using this pasuk to specifically deal with this case. Says the Gemara, one second, if you're going to tell me we're not talking about somebody who's always been a pasuk, if so, chalo, when it comes to chal, the lav zar who who's not considered a zar to her, let's say she has relations, again, she has relations with a, with a chalo. She's now going to be puzzled to go back to kahuna, to eat her truma, to... Uh, to marry a Cain, okay? So he hasn't always been puzzled to her because there's no Isser on any woman, even a Kayhanas, for marrying a Chal. A Chalala loses the status of a Cain. A Chalala, right? Isha Zaina of a Chalala Laikahu. That's the, as we've explained before, right? That's the Sephardic name, Azulai. That's how we know they're Kahanim, because it's an acronym for Isha Zaina of a Chalala Laikahu. Okay, so a Chalala, a Kain's not allowed to marry, but a Chalal, a regular woman's allowed to marry. So Shtalav Zar Etzla, he's not a stranger to her. He's not, he's, he's not, he's never been separated for her. Lailifso, she has relations with him. He shouldn't passle her up to Truma. Answers the Gemara, Amar Kral, Lechel of the Torah says, that the, the um, uh, referring to Kangado, he's Layechal Zarei Ba'amav. He's not allowed to be, he, he should not be Mechalal. He should not make his children into Chalalim Be'amav amongst his people. What does that mean? Makish Zarei Lai. The Torah compares the children to the Kangado himself. Mahu Paisal, just like the Kangado, is going to passel a woman 
when she has relations with him from ever going back and eating truma outside of wedlock, so too his children, who's a cholol, no matter what his child is, is going to puzzle her up. Says the Gemara, maybe that's only going to happen Mishasavaya. Okay, what do you mean Mishasavaya? Meaning at the time that he puts a ring on her finger. Listen closely, the Gemara is asking a, a, a fascinating question. The Torah says that if she has relations with somebody um, that's in the category of Havaya, which we've learned yesterday, and get ready for Kedushin, Bez Hashem, coming up uh, next Mesechtas Ksubis, but we'll be coming, as we go through Nashim, we'll be able to cover Kedushin as well. So Havaya means that there's a real acquisition. The Gemara is now asking, it says, maybe what's going to puzzle her up is not the Bia. Or the Znus, we'll call it. Whatever you want to call it. The relations. Maybe what's going to puzzle her up, says the Gemara, is the Shas Havaya. If he puts a ring on her finger and acquires her, that Alain puzzles her from eating Shuma. How do you know it's the Bia? Maybe it's the acquisition. Because the Maisa, that's the word that the Tyre uses. It's a good child. Kisiya. Kisiya le'ezar, right? Kisiya is Havaya. It's going to be an acquisition. Says the Gemara, Dumya de Kaingalabamana. The, the Tyra is connecting the problem of the Kaingadol to the problem of the Amana. Just like the only time there's a issue, we'll call it. Where is the biblical transgression of a Kaingadol being with a widow? Putting a ring on her finger? Has he transgressed the Midar Isa? If a Kaingadol were to walk over to a widow, put a ring on her finger and she agrees to this. And he says, Has he transgressed biblically? No. He, he hasn't. So what's going to bring the transgression? Be it. Says the Gemara. Therefore, Svara tells us, Svara tells us, Avai nami bibia. The issue over here as well is going to come through Bia. You know when she becomes puzzled to Kahuna, puzzled from eating Juma, not by the acquisition, but through the actual relations. Vema adika havaya ubia. Maybe need both. Okay. I just told you, says the Gemara. It's not both. Havai nami bibia Okay, now you could ask, what's even the Havamina? <laughs> right? I mean, we just explained before that the whole transgression of a Kaingadol is only going to be with the is only going to be with the Bia and not with the acquisition. But maybe the, the Mefarshim uh, discussed this, and um, the it seems that the Mahalach is is that the Gemara here is actually questioning the answer, and I'll talk and let's explain why. The answer was Kaingadol Amon is only with the Bia. That was the terror. So therefore, it's not the Havaya. So here's the Gemara's Kasha. It's really on the Pasuk. But the Pasuk uses the word Havaya. That, that's what, the Gemara is not questioning the terrorists as much as we're questioning, but once you give me that terrorist, why talk is the word Havaya there? It's completely not dependent on an acquisition. And since it's not dependent on an acquisition, why did it say Kisiyah? Why are you using the word Kisiyah? And since it says Kisiya, maybe you taka, maybe taka, go to the case of the Kaingalon Amana and say, Kaingalon Amana is only transgressing biblically if they do both. If he puts a ring on her finger, he, he acquires her, he has Havaya, he has a Kedushin, and then he has Bia. Maybe you need both. To which the Gemara answers Nisht. Okay? The Gemara says, no, Havaya is just there. But the Maisa, the actual, uh, the actual Isser is through the Bia, hence. Here's how it comes full circle to our Gemara. What's going to puzzle her up from Truma is not being acquired to a man, but it's going to be the act of intercourse.
period. Okay, end of that shakavataria. End of that back and forth. Here we go. Back to our brisa. All right, back to our brisa from yesterday. Here we go. Rabbi Yaisi says, Kol shezarei paisel, paisel. Anytime the children are going to be puzzle, then he himself puzzles her up. Let's look back at the statement just to regain our bearings. Let's regain our bearings over here. We're going to turn back to Samaches Amadalif. So you look a little bit more than halfway down on the Amud, on Samaches Amadalif, after the colon, after the two dots, it says Gufa. See the word gufa by the two dots? Okay. A little, little, little bit more than halfway down. Um, so the Brysa said like this. Let's learn this together again because the Gabar is now just going to be researching the Brysa and let, it's Kedai the Chazard over. Let's learn the Brysa, then we'll skip back to where we are. Gufa. A Brysa. Penteshon v'yamechad. If you have a boy who's nine years old and a day. Now what we learned yesterday, his bia is called a bia, but his marriage is not a marriage. A nine-year-old walks over to a Gedaila, a Bagaris. And he puts a ring on her finger. They're not married. Right? He has to be a gogol to make an acquisition. Over the mice, if they have relations, he passes her up. Because the bia is called the bia once he's nine years old. Okay, now this nine-year-old is either a ger from Amoin, Moyav, Mitzvah, Adam. As we explained yesterday, too early in the generations. Either before the third generation, Mitzri, before the tenth generation, Amon, Moyav. Kusi, Nosen, Cholomam, This guy, nine years old and a day, has relations with, uh, with a Jewish woman. Paslua. He's going to make her puzzle from being allowed to marry a Kaya now. And she's puzzle from Chumu. Okay. Kolshe. Uh, this is a statement that we're going on our Gemara. Rabbi Yaisi says, Kol Anyone who, if within that relations, if they would have a child, that child would be a puzzle child. There would be an issue with the Yichus. Then, Paisel. That's going to now make the woman puzzle from ever marrying Kihuna. You understand? So if, this ni- if, a, if the nine-year-old and the woman would have a child, and that child would have a psul, so that means the woman now becomes posel to kahuna. Kosha ain't zare posel, ain't a posel. And if the kid wouldn't, uh, the child from the age would be posel, so then she herself doesn't become posel. There's a different parameter. It's not about what the offspring are going to be, but rather, any time, if, kosha atanaisei bitai, if, your daughter are, is permitted to marry you're also permitted to marry the almana okay meaning if the issue in the yichus does not is not going to ruin the daughter from marrying a kayan not that it's going to cause not that there's a psul that the daughter is still going to be allowed to marry a kayan then the mother can still marry a kayan that's the parameters against according to the Shemigal let's turn back to our Gemara now here we go Says the Gemara, we're now by Rabbi Yaisi Oimer. Yeah, we all have the place? About two-thirds of the way down. Now, this is the price we're going on. Rabbi Yaisi had said, Kol shezare paisel, If the child from the relations of the nine-year-old and a day to this woman would be, have a psul in the lineage, the woman's now puzzle to kuhun. Kol shezare paisel, ain't a puzzle. Fine. Says the Gemara, my ika beitana kamala Rabbi Yaisi, what is the reason for the machlaikas between the Tanakama and Rabbi Yaisi? What's the kasha? It's a very simple question. We don't have clear what Tanakama said. What? We just read the Brysa. What did the Brysa say? Azari. Ready? 
Kufa, it says in the Brisa, if you have a ger from Amoin, Moyov, Mitzri, Adoimi, Kusi, Nosin, Umamzer, it's going to pass a lira. That's like Amos says. Yeah. Comes along with Rabbi no. If it's going to pass a if the kid's going to have a psal, she has a psal. In those cases, wouldn't the kid have a psal? Like, we, we, we really get, the, the Bryce is giving us the parameters for Abyasi, but what, what, where's the Tanakama coming from when he's giving us a specific list? He's giving us a specific list. So, what's that being based off of? That's really the Gemara's Shaila. It's more of a, it's, it's a Shaila. We're, we're curious. It's not a challenging question. We're curious. We're, where's, let's understand the Tanakama and then Abyasi and, and get into are they, they're obviously are arguing, so, so uh, how, how do we break down the line in their Machlekes? Here we go. Amr Bechin Bechin says, Mitzri Shani Vadami Shani Ikbinai. I'll tell you the difference. The difference is going to be a Mitzri Shani Vadami Shani. Beautiful. Ah, murder. Why? So listen closely. Geschmack. Right? A second generation Mitzri. You're ushered to her. Is the kid going to have a soul? No. There's no soul in the kid because now that kid's mutter lovey bekal Hashem. Is mutter in the kal Hashem. According to the Tanakama, Herzachain. According to the Tanakama, if a nine year old day, if, if a nine year old and a day, second generation Mitzri has relations with this woman, is she going to be apostle to Kahuna? No. She's still kosher to Kahuna. Right? Because the third generation is not going to be apostle. I'm sorry. Opposite. Yes, not Tanakam. Rabbi Yaisi. Rabbi Yaisi. Thank you. Rabbi Yaisi. According to Rabbi Yaisi, there's not going to be an issue because the kid's not going to be an issue. The kid doesn't have a soul in his lineage now. So then the mother also doesn't have a soul. That's Rabbi Yaisi. According to the Tanakam, the Taka still would be an issue. That's going to be a, a nafkamina between Tanakam and Rabbi Yaisi. Um, um, Says the Gemara, You should know the Machlaikas about what exactly the parameters are, are both going back to the halacha of a Kayin Gadol who has relations with an Almana. We know that a Kayin Gadol has relations with an Almana, she becomes a Halala. Okay? She does become a Halala. So let's look at the case. Just like a Kayin Gadol who has relations with Almana. It's Usr, and she becomes a Chalala, she becomes Puzzle when he has relations with her. Hafai, Nami Puzzle. So too, the, the, uh, the Mitzri Adaimi from the Darshani, the second generation, also is going to cause her to become Puzzle. Look at the kid, look what happens by Amalat going Golo. If the bee is Puzzle, she's Puzzle. Azoi is the Tanakama. However, Biaisi Savar, Kikoyan Golo, Bey says, no, I'm, I'm making a different drush from the Kayan Golo. Ma kain gadol shezarei pasul pa'upai. So just like by the kain gadol, when the children would have been pasul, so the children are pasul and she's pasul. Afkol shezarei pasul upai. So both. You look at the entire picture. This is fascinating. I think there's a beautiful message in life over here because let's keep going. I'll explain in a moment. Lafuki mitzvah shini dein zarei pasul. Dachsev banim asher yivodu lahem tar shlishi yavay lahem begalashem. The third generation is allowed to come into the. Now the Gemara itself is leaving off with this. The Gemara is letting us know this is a valid machlekes. I just find it fascinating when you look through this. You look through this. It's like it's kind of like you know with with Yaakov Avinu and the children, you know, Shimon and Levi. Shimon and Levi, they go and they kill out Shem. What does Yaakov Avinu say? Can't do that. Can't do it. Right? You got you got to protect your anger. What do they respond? Hachzaina. Yeah. Now, is our sister going to be a zaina? And what does he respond? Gulnisht. The next pasuk is the next parak. That's it. The next pasuk is the next parak. Yaakov doesn't respond to them. Rav Pam says, Zokter Rav Pam, they're both right. Yaakov's right as their father, telling them that they're wrong. 
Oh, but the mice said they had a good time. Now he doesn't respond to the time. He's saying you're still wrong, even though you have a time. You don't need you don't need to be able to farm for everything. It's very interesting. We go through life. You you can have two ways. Usually in classic Gemara fashion, the Gemara says, and what's the problem that Rabbi has done a Why is Rabbi saying you gotta look at the whole picture? Not only her, but also the kids. And why is Rabbi saying you gotta look at it? Terrences. Yeah. What? With their das, with their knowledge, with the way that Tanakama holds, the way that Rabbi holds, they're each, you know, the, the Tanakama is of the opinion that you could just look at the, the Almana herself, and if she becomes puzzled, that's all you need. That's enough to puzzle a woman to Kahuna. It's nothing to do with the kids. And Rabbi says, Rabbi says, Fakert, you have to look at the entire picture. You have to look at the entire picture over here. And each one sticking to their guns with their view, with their das. I find this to be, if I, I hope I'm articulating this well. I find this to be a very deep, I find this to be a, a, a very deep way that the Gemara is leaving off the sugya with, with two completely valid approaches. Two completely valid approaches. You don't necessarily need to prove the other one wrong. I feel my das taira that this is, this is the way to go as the famous Maisa we quote all the time with the Chassam Seifer. Some Seifer was sitting at Bismedrash, there's two young Kyle guys. And they came over to ask him a Shaila, and he gave them a Teretz, they shredded the Teretz, he gave them another Teretz, they shredded that Teretz, and he says, my second Teretz is still right. I don't have an answer to you, but in Yiddishkeit, one, one knowing, uh, one knowing Zakein is always more right than two young whippersnappers. So even though I don't have an answer to your, even though I don't have an answer to your question, I know I'm right. I know I'm right. That's the Azoyis. That's how it is. I know I'm sticking. All right, fine. Vaita, here we go. Says the Gemara. Vaita in the Brisa, which Baruch Hashem, we went back to learn, so now we know everybody's opinion. If Shingham Liel had another opinion, he said, Okay, if you're permitted to marry the, um, anyone whose daughter the Kayan's allowed to marry, you're also allowed to marry the widow. And vice and the opposite would show off. You're not allowed, you're not allowed. What's the practical enough community in the base of Shimingamliel? Amar Ula Ula says, a convert of Amin and is going to be the difference. What's going to be the difference? So, according to Rabbi Yaisi, the Taka is going to get in the way. However, according to Shimingamliel, because the daughters of these converts are mutter to marry, what's the whole Joshua by Rus? What's the whole drush by Rus? Right? Veloy Mayavis. Mayavis is going to be permitted. Okay? Gavaldic. As we're, let, let's see this through. Gavaldic, just on time for, uh, just on time for Shavuos. And both, Rabbi Yaisi and Shingham Leo are coming with their Allahs and going to go to marrying Amon. Rabbi Yaisi, everybody says, Not only, the, the, not only is the children going to have a psal, become halalim, but even the widow it becomes a halala. Of course, it's already possible. That should be I see consistent with his own theme and his machlekes with the Tanakama. Not every child from Amin and Mayav is going to greet up Soldomar Mar, Amani Vlay Aminis, Mayavi, Veloy, Mayavis. And that's going to be a very practical nafkamina between those two opinions, right? If the daughter's mother, that's going to be allowed. And hence, it's Mamish goes back. And you now, when we read, read Reb Shimming Amliel's words, this makes so much sense. Because what was his entire opinion? Pitai. And we should have, when we read the Brisa on Dafsamach, on, on Dafsamach Hesam at Aleph, we should have been like, Pitai. 
Why is the daughter different than a son? Right? If your daughter would make up so, uh, like, okay, fine, children, that's it. But now, says the Gemara, it's mamish. It's like, it's right there. The answer is mamish right in front of us with the word bitay. There's a difference between the sons and the daughters. All right, here we go. Mishnah, two lines from the bottom of Samach Tesamad Aleph, and this Mishnah is going to take us to a, a nice longer Mishnah. It's going to take us uh, almost halfway down to Ahmad Beis. Here we go. Ha'inus. Somebody who rapes, violates against unwillingly a woman. Vahamafata, or somebody who seduces a woman, which interestingly is also called a violation. You might say, oh, she was seduced. What do you mean? Ultimately, she agreed. And it's not called an agreement. It's not called an agreement. You did something and you got her to do something. This has to do with Nashim Daitan Kalas, Alehen. You got her to do something she didn't really want to do. And therefore, you're the one who's held accountable. Beautiful you said, you find very often in the Torah, where we, we try to place blame on a different side. For example, for example, it's usher to be Gary Alright? You're not allowed to harass any yid. There's an additional Avera to of Laisana on a Gary Yasamamana, a person who doesn't have their regular family network. Rashi says it's not literal, right? Dibra Kosabalashan Haive. That a Ger, somebody converts to Judaism, a Yasam, an orphan, an Amana, they don't have their usual network support system, so they're more sensitive. What's Rashi telling us? If you hurt somebody's feelings with words, your excuse of, oh, you're just being sensitive is not a valid excuse. You can't say that. Why are you being so sensitive? Right, maybe there's a limited says, I don't know, you could ask a Paisik about that. But it says Rashi, don't say it's their own fault that they care. No. Get a very sensitive person. They're the most sensitive of the sensitive. It's incumbent upon me. My achrayas. Take achrayas. It's my achrayas to make sure that my words don't hurt them. Like another example. Don't curse out a cherish. The guy's got no clue what you said. Completely deaf. Didn't hurt them one bit. He has no clue what's going on. Terence is a yid doesn't curse somebody out. It's an avera. It's a biblical transgression for such a word to come out of such a halaga, such a halaga goof. A yid just doesn't talk like that. It's not, not usher. Again, it's not usher because I'm hurting someone's feelings. It's usher because it's just pasnished. We don't do that. A yid doesn't act like that. A yid doesn't talk like that. A yid doesn't do those things. This is hamafate. This hamafate. You you can't say what you, ultimately. No, take a on this. You brought the situation to where it is right now. It's on you. It's not on her. Huh? That's right. That's right. That's right. And you know something? According to the Sfarim Akadashim, Akadash Baruch who purposely gave us Yitzhahara, so we'll have a shtickle excuse. We'll have a shtickle pischum Now the problem is Yitzhahara is going to be there telling us we could have overcome him. But it does minimize it. It is the mission of us. We didn't get there yesterday, but the mission of us tells us that every action that a person does creates a, either an advocate on our behalf, a, a kategor or a sanegar, either a prosecutor or a defender. And the Chafetz Chaim says that not every lawyer is the same. Not every lawyer is the same. If you do a shvacha avera where you had a conscience, it's going to be a shvacha prosecution. And if you do a avera with a geshmak, it'll be a better, same thing with a mitzvah. You do a mitzvah with a geshmak, well, have a geshmak, a defense attorney, right? You do an avera, you, you do a mitzvah like, uh, you know, blah, 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 
so then we'll have, we'll have an advocate, but weak. Yitzhar is there to, uh, to actually be a little pisch and Okay, so here we go. So we're, right now we're referring to a man. A man violates a woman. Or he's mefateher. Or he's a shaita. Now a shaita cannot make an acquisition. These type of relations do not passel a woman from eating shuma. But they also do not allow her to eat shuma. If they are kahanim and they have relations with her, okay? For example, let's say you have a shaita who tries to have relations with her um, l'shem marriage. Doesn't work. A person violates a woman to ha- and he says, ah, this is a bia, isha niknes, bekesef shtar bia. No, you're not married. You don't have her das. So it's not a marriage. Hence, she's not allowed to start eating chuma because all of a sudden a kayin had relations with her. Them ain't a ruin love of Israel. And if these men are not able to marry a regular Yisraelis, then we have an unfortunate situation. For example, let's say they're mamzerim. You have a mamzer who forces himself onto a Yisraelis. So then we have an unfortunate reality where Harei'elu Paislam, at no fault of her own, Lamaisa, she's not allowed to eat shuma anymore. Okay. Says the Gemara. Can we just get that on the last that uh, even a benefit of a Yeah. That's right. Says the mission. There's a mission. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Says the Gemara Kate She's allowed to eat. She's still allowed to eat truma. Top of She became pregnant. She's not allowed to eat truma anymore because now she has a child who's no longer a Kayin. And if a woman has a child who's not a Kayin, that doesn't allow her to go back to, if she's a Kahana, it doesn't allow her to go back to her father's house. What happens if the Uber is cut up? Chaticha means the, the Uber fell into pieces. Okay, so we know it's not going to be a live birth. The Allah is Taichal. She's a lady Chuma. Okay, and again, what's the case? She's a Kahana. She comes from a family of Kahanim. She doesn't be able to go back to her father's house. If a Kayan had relations with a Bas Yisrael, she's not allowed to eat Truma. Why not? Because you're not married. Okay, you have a, whatever, <laughs> a single Kayan who has relations with a single Yisraelis. No marriage here. Just because you guys had relations doesn't allow her to start eating Truma. Ibra, let's say she became pregnant by him. That's a fascinating case, right? Because according to this, if she becomes pregnant from the Kayan, her kid is going to be a Kayan. So this kid is going to be a lady chumas. So maybe we'll say she could also start eating chumas now. Ter- was the Gemara say? Was the Mishnah like? No, she can't eat chumas now. Here's the word to add in. Yet, as we're going to see, she can't eat chumas yet. Once the baby is born, even though she's not married, fascinating case. She has a child. Since her son's a kain who's capable of eating chumas, the mother's going to become like the additional wheel that's going to be a lady chumas as Yisraelis. Okay. Yolda, um, once she gives birth, Seichel, she can start in Shuma. Nimtza, Keichel Shabain, Gadol Mishalav. Ah, Meredith. See, the Kayach of the Bain is stronger than the Kayach of the father. The father did not allow the wife who he had relations with the Juma, but the Kayach of the son does allow her to eat Juma. There's got to be some Hasidah Shatira on this expression. Kayach of Kaychai Shabain, Gadol Mishalav. Ah, okay. However, Paisal Mishambia. Okay, if an Eved Kanani has relations with a Kayhanes, she can no longer eat Shuma. However, um, it's not going to passel her as far as Zera. Okay, meaning um, he, he is not called her child to get in her way 
um, of of uh, eating of eating chuma. For example, says Gemara. Let me explain that case. Ketzad. What's the case? What what, what happened over here? This the sugi of other kanani. So bas yisrael lekayin. If you have a bas yisrael, so the girl's not from a family of kahana. She's regular yisrael. She was married to kain. Or bas kain the yisrael. Or you have a kaihanes that's married to yisrael. The yolda heimenu bain, and she has a kid. Either case, okay. Again, so you have. She's a Yisraelis married to a Kayin. Or she's a Kayinist married to a Yisrael. And she's got a kid now. This kid goes, And he was Kayvish a Shivcha. Kayvish means he conquered. This means he violated. He was Ma'anes, a Shivcha Kananis, this child. Okay. Viyolda Heimenu Bain. And. Because of that intercourse, a child was born, Harei Ze'eved. This kid is called an Eved Kanani, not Jewish, right? Why not Jewish? Because the mother's not Jewish. The mother was a Shivcha Kenanis. It is a fascinating case. Follow along, because one's going to be a bigger, one case is going to be a bigger Kiddush than another. A Yisraelis marries a Kayan. They have a son. Is that kid a Kayan? Yeah. Right? The son forces himself on a shivcha kananis, and they have a, and then he has a son. So this Kayan, whose mother is a Yisraelis, has a son who's not Jewish. Got it? Or you could say the other case where you have the woman's a kayhanis, the husband's a Yisrael, they have a son, so the kid's a regular yid. He fought this regular yid with the kayhanis mother forces himself onto a shivcha, and they have a son. Also, the kid's not Jewish. Let's see what's going to happen over here. If the, the grandmother, the original kayhanes, right? If, so if she was, or actually, if she was originally a Yisraelis, she cannot eat truma. Bas kayhan the Yisrael, However, if she and, and also if she's a Baskayan to Yisrael, however, if she is a Baskayan to Yisrael, Seichel Betruma, incredible, she is allowed to eat Truma. Pause, end of that case. What just happened? Thank you, Rashi, for being such a bel chesed. Rashi says, her husband and son die now. She's just left now, and this is a very basic case. She's just left with an Enikel who's not Jewish. Okay? Her husband dies, whether he was Yisrael or a Kayan. The son, who was Ma'anis, the, the Shivcha, also dies. Whether the kid was a Kayin or Yisrael. There's now a blood relative to her alive in the world. But says the Mishnah, Mamanovshach, not Mamanovshach, says the Mishnah like this. If she's originally a Yisraelis, she can't eat Shum anymore. Ah, you have an Enikol that has blood of Kayhanim. Doesn't matter. If she's a kaihanes, ready for this? She can go back to her father's house and eat shuma. Her husband's not here. Her son's not here. Her grandson's not here. Usually, when a woman in Israel, usually when a woman who's a kaihanes that marries a Yisrael who has offspring cannot go back. But over here, since the child's not called offspring, she may go back and eat shuma in her father's house. Makes a lot of sense. Okay. Vaiter. Says the Mishnah. Mamzer, Paisel Umaychel. 
a mamzer, let's say this woman has a grandson who's a mamzer, Paisel, he's actually going to make it that his grandmother cannot eat shum anymore. Okay? I'm sorry. Not the grandma. Anytime a mamzer has relations with somebody, stop. He's going to make it that she cannot eat truma. Umaychel. And marriage to a mamzer is going to allow a Yisraelis to eat truma. Interesting. Even though it's usher. Ketzad. Let's explain how this is possible. So here we go. Ketzad, what's the case? Bas Yisrael Lekayim. Again, you have a Yisraelis woman who marries a kain. She should be allowed to eat truma because of that marriage. Ubas Kayin the Yisrael. Where you have a Bas Kayin, a Kayhanas who's married to Yisrael. She should not be allowed to eat Shum anymore because now she's married to a Yisrael. The Yolda Heimenu Bas. And she has a daughter. So far, there's no problem. It's Kishma. To have a case in your bum, so there's no problems yet. All right? Problems are about to start. But she, they have a daughter. So far, so good. Vaholcha Habas. And this daughter went. The Nisais, and she marries Now the word Nisais is here, it's not a valid marriage, but this, this is willingly. Right? She goes and marries an Eved or an Oibekechav. Okay. The Yolda Heimenubain. So this daughter, who's either a Kaihanas or a regular Yisraelist, depending on her parent status, she had relations and she's going to have a son. Hareza Mamzer. We said, according to this Mishnah, we had a machoikas about... Right, we had, very good, very good. Very good. Very good. Uh, 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 wait for the Gemara. Very good. The Mishnah is saying, very good, that the child of a union to a non-Jew, we're assuming right now, is going to be a mamzer. Meridik. Hareza mamzer. Now, take that for a fact for now. We have to go through the circus. Attack a truth, the kids of mamzer. Good. But says the Gemara, the kids of mamzer. Hareza mamzer. Haisa aim imai. Bas Yisrael. So says the Gemara, here's the ramifications. If the grandmother was a Bas Yisrael, Lekayin, who married a Kayin, in other words, this Mamzer's mother's mother was a Yisraelis married to a Kayin, and assuming now again, this is the only kid around. This Mamzer, who we're assuming is a Mamzer, the only kid around. So what are you going to say? Teichel Bechuma. She's allowed to eat Shuma. She's considered to have children. He's a kid. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Why is he Jewish? Because the mother's Jewish. She just had relations with a guy. So since the kid's mother's Jewish, he's Jewish, illegitimate, a mamzer, according to our Mishnah. But, like you're saying, that's going to get in the way of... Uh, okay. If she's a baskayin to a Yisrael, because she is considered now to have Zarai, right? She is considered to have offspring, even though these offspring are illegitimate. Gavaldic, that also makes sense, right? It also makes sense. And, but we're coming out with, just, just notice, I think the, the main Nakuda, in addition to everything else here, is that a grandchild that's not Jewish is not halachically related, not called Zara, not, cons- not considered her offspring, hence doesn't do anything. And if the ch- grandchild is considered Jewish, despite, despite the psul, it's called offspring. Okay. Kain Gadol, Pa'amim Shehu Paisa. Okay. A Kain Gadol, sometimes is going to create a psal. Okay, pretty vague statement. What's going on here? Says the Gemara, says the Mishnah Ketzar. Explain. Is Gishmak. Bas Kain the Yisrael. See, you have a Kainus who marries a Yisrael. The Yolda Himenu Bas. And they have a daughter. 
This daughter is a Yisraelis. Okay? Vahocha habas, this daughter goes, Venises le Kohen, and marries a Kohen. Nice. Kohen marries a nice Jewish girl. Beautiful. So the son in law is a Kohen, the father in law is a Kohen. Yeah? So, um, I'm sorry. The son in law is a Kohen, and the mother in law is a Kohen. Right? Because you have a Kohenes marries Israel, they have a daughter, and the daughter marries, you know, marries a Kohen. So the mother-in-law and son-in-law are both kahana. Good. The yelda him and ubein, and they have a son. So the enikol is also a kain. Hareza royally is kain gadol. This child can certainly be a kain gadol. Good. Not yet. No chiddush yet. I made umeshamish al gabi mizbeach. Not only can he be a kain gadol, he can be a kain gadol to an extent. This the commission here is just using an expression. Fully. Fully, no issues whatsoever. Don't tell me, oh, but maybe in order to be kind God, like you need your mother also be a kahanas. No, no. Father's a kind, you're a kind. Tribal lineage, that's how it works. Okay. Michael as Imai. This Kohen grandchild being alive in this world, Michael as Imai is going to allow his mother, who's a Yisraelis, to eat Shuma. So if her husband, who's a Kohen, dies, the fact that she has a Kohen son allows the mother to teach Ruma. Good? Okay. Good. Upaisel es imai. However, there's times where he could also passel her up. What do you mean it's going to passel her? Upaisel es imai. Thank you. And, and he's going to passel, the fact that he's around is going to passel up his. Grandmother. Very good. Why is it going to passel up his grandmother? Because if his mother dies, let's say this Kayan's mother, who was a Yisraelis, passes away. What's the grandmother left with now? She was a Kayanis, married to a Yisrael. They have a Yisraelis daughter. But she has children, so passes her up. She still can't eat Shuma. Right. Even though, see, is giving us a beautiful case, fascinating, where the offspring themselves can still eat truma, even though the bubby cannot. The bubby cannot eat truma because she was a kahenas married to a kayan, and he's, she was a kahenas married to Yisrael, thank you. And the way that the grandson kayan is related to her is through a Yisraelis. Right, so she's a kohen. That's married to Yisrael. They have a daughter. That daughter's Yisraelis. That daughter has a son who's a kohen. Everybody else passes away. That grandson who's a kohen causes the grandmother to have offspring, so that she can never go back to her father's house and eat truma. Okay, so a, a child allows a mother to eat truma. A son allows mother. A grandson does not allow a grandmother to eat truma. Zoto meret. What this means is, says the Mishnah to wrap it up, Lai kivni kain gadol shehu paislani minachuma. Oi, oi, okay, you know, a good, a good Jewish, a good, a good Jewish joke. Yeah, that uh, there's a mother at the, the first Jewish president is being inaugurated. He invites his mother to the inauguration. She sits down. She looks at the person next to her. She says, he says, uh, you see that, you see that my bicek up there. His brother's a doctor, yeah? Okay. Right? A good Jewish mother. Yeah, more proud of herself. Says the Gemara, 
the, the grandmother is going to say, oh, too bad my, my grandsons are kind of, now I can't eat truma. Right? He's eating truma, but if he wouldn't be here, I would also be able to eat truma. Okay, very good. Beautiful, beautiful Mishnah. And this Mishnah also clarifies, once you look through the cases, it's so gishmak, the Gemara is so gishmak. There's nothing in Tyra that doesn't exist. Like, oh, what do you, what's ever happened? doesn't matter if it happens. Any possibility of it happening. We, we've got a hafachbav, hafachbav, the kula, but we've got everything covered over here. Amazing. Okay, says the Gemara. Tanina, we learned in our Mishnah, similar that we learned in our Bible, you have a shaitan or a that marry a woman and they die, because the marriage wasn't valid. Okay? There's no chalitz, no yibam. Fine. All right. Now we said, Ketzad. What's the case? Um, uh, we're now quoting our Mishnah. Yisrael has relations with the Baskayan. She's still allowed to eat truma. If she becomes pregnant, however, she cannot eat truma. Okay, so what we said is, again, Yisrael's relations with the Kahenas, she still could eat truma unless a child comes from this. Says the Gemara, Since if she became pregnant, she's no longer allowed to go back to her father's house and eat truma. Why aren't we concerned that she might become pregnant? Okay, anytime, even if she's violated. Why don't we say that there's a chance, at least initially, that there's a chance that she became pregnant? Even if it was a shaita, whatever. Didn't we learn in a Mishnah that any time a woman is married, you have to wait three months. Maybe they are Mu'ubarais. And if we're dealing with a woman who's now violated, the Mishnah didn't give any three-month wait period. And it says, oh, under certain circumstances, she's still muttered to go eat truma as long as I'm pregnant. But why didn't you tell me to wait three months? Because you can't become, at least the Gemara said, you can't become Mubaris from Biyar Rishana. How do you know it's Biyar Rishana for her? Uh-huh. Okay. Well. And even then, even the Gemara that says Biyar Rishana, we, I think we discussed the Pnei Yeshua, right. who says that's only right. right. Okay. It's only right. But over here, ask the Gemara, mention three months, something, chudsh, you know, well, why don't we concern about, uh, about the kids over here? Shema Mubarak saying, maybe they're pregnant. Am Rav Abba says, Liyuchsin, when it comes to Yichas, Chashu L'Truma, for Chashver Truma, okay, Liyuchsin Chashu, I'm sorry, Liyuchsin Chashu, L'Truma Chashu. when it comes to Yichas, we separate for three months. L'Truma Chashu. as far as Truma, we say, you know what, she might be, she might be pregnant, eh, you can still eat Truma. We're not we're more, we're more, correct. Correct. Now, interestingly, we find this Yisaid by Avram and Yitzchak. By Avram and Yitzchak, we find this Yisaid. Where, by Maisa Bereshus, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not concerned about Leit Sonim. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not concerned. What happens by Maisa Bereshus? What happens? HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, Let us make man. Says Rashi, Aye, it sounds like there's other Rabbanu Shalaylam. What do you mean, let us make man? HaKadosh Baruch Hu is talking to the Malachim. Right? Other so let the fools be fools. You want to think like that? Think like that. But when it comes to Avram and Yitzchak, we don't want to anybody to think there's an issue with Yitzchak's lineage. So Avram and Yitzchak, Mam look exactly alike. Like this Baruch himself says, there's no issue over here. People say, oh, maybe it's from Avimelech, yes, who impregnated Sarah. What's the vart? The vart is, when it comes to people's Yitzchak, there's no joking around. We got to be, this got to be, when it comes to Klau Yisrael, for all Dairis, there's no messing around over here. Because brother says, you want to talk about me, my Zabrashis, because it's the hate. You want to talk about Yichas? We're not playing games. When it comes to Yichas, we're not taking chances. You can't take a chance 
of a woman not being separated for three months with a potential mom's hair. Done. Not an option. When it comes to Truma, Beseder, no possibility. Beseder, yeah. And uh, what we're saying here is a big chiddush. I even Dairaisa, she might be usher. Okay, but we're not going to usher her because right now the terrorist that is, right now she has a chazaka, she's a kahanas. She, we, we follow the chazaka over the suffer. You can also say the Derek Musser, it's okay for me to say I don't mind if people make fun of me, but I don't have the right to put you in that position, so therefore he may be supposed to play Gavra. Nachamon? HaKadosh Baruch who was teaching us He'll risk his own people. But I don't have that right to... Good. That adds to Rabbi Rabinsky is adding on over here that by HaKadosh Baruch we're saying, listen, people want to, you know, mess around with with my niece and the Seder. But when it comes to other people's lineage, I'm not living. Very good. Says the Gemara, we're not concerned about the possibility of three months wait when it comes to Truma of a time learned in a rice. So, a Kohen gives a get to his wife and says, This is your get, a moment before I die. Okay, so one, one of these matzov. He answers again, whenever it is, right before I die. Which, by the way, we in broader society do this with our living wills, with our halachic living wills. This is how people make sure that all their children have access equally or however they want it to be handed out to their children. They say, they say it's going to be given to you one moment before I die as a gift. This way it doesn't fall only to the sons or something of, of that fashion. Okay, so you're right moment before I die. Asura lechabu chumayad. You know what? She has to stop eating chumba. Why? Because her husband kicked the bucket any moment. So you see that we are concerned of, of the miut that her husband might die. So don't tell me I'm not concerned about Juma. We see here we are concerned about Juma. Elama Rabbi Baravuna. Rather, Rabbi Baravuna says, Benisu and Chashu. When it comes to Nisuin, we are concerned about pregnancy business like Chashu. Very, 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 very interesting. Very interesting. You know what the Gemara is saying here? Beautiful. Thank you, Rashi. Here's what's happening. When a woman, if, if somebody's mezana with a woman, she does not want to have a child from that. So especially back then, especially back then, it was known, it was known amongst the women, there were certain things they could do to greatly minimize the chance of pregnancy. Great, after the relations, whatever they would do. They would make sure all the zera came out, the, the Gemara goes through various things. That well, that's after a znus. But after a regular marriage intercourse, women don't do that. They're not concerned about becoming pregnant because the kid's going to be valid anyway. So the Gemara says, says Rabbi Baravura, when a woman's coming out of a marriage, we say you got to wait three months. Because the intercourse of a marriage... There's a greater chance of pregnancy. Intercourse causes nos. You can add to the tab that she never wants to become pregnant in the first place. Says Gemara Benesuah Michashu. Are we concerned about pregnancy taka um, by a regular marriage to a point where we're going to say, oh, maybe she's pregnant and therefore she cannot eat chuma? Is that really chuma? Tani, we learned in the brisa. We have to move along over here. We're running out of time. But Tani, we learned in the brisa. and she's the Yisrael If you have a kaihenes that marries Yisrael and her Yisrael husband dies, she should go to the mikvah, okay, in case they had relations, and she's Tomei Tomas Keri, and then she could eat Shuma that evening, automatically. She could eat Shuma automatically. Now, what does that mean automatically? We don't know whether she became pregnant with this, whether she's in her early state, maybe she's one day pregnant, but you see from over here, it says the Gemara, where even through a marriage, we're not concerned about her pregnancy. 
Amar Chista Tevelus Veicheles and our the halacha is Tevelus Veicheles our bottom it means she she goes to the mikvah and eats shuma until forty days. Diloy Miavra if she didn't become pregnant the first forty days Haloy Biavra then she's not pregnant. Vimiavra if she did become pregnant at our bottom Maya Ba Almahu until the forty days. This is a rule in. Fascinating, this mamish going back, something we discussed this morning, and, um, you know, when, when we're doing chaybis habavas, but in halacha, the first 40 days of pregnancy is not even considered a child, considered maya ba'alma. Hence, she, even if she is pregnant, it's not even called a child for 40 days. It's murdered. The first 40 days, she's allowed to eat chuma because she's not pregnant. On the 40th day, we say, go to the mikvah. And then wait till the evening. Amr Abai Abai says to uh, Abai says to Chista, one second. Ihachi, if that's not true, that you're allowed to eat shuma up to forty days, and then you got to go to the mikvah. Vine, Amasefa, say that to the brisa. Hooker, Obra b'meya. Once we recognize that there's a baby inside of her, tehei mikol kelas lemafreya, lemafreya. She was not allowed to eat any shuma. Their taka was averus. But according to you, why are you saying lemafreya? It's not true. The first forty days of taka wasn't a problem. Why are we saying that she's she's obligated and she has to bring a carbon for? Reading forbidden shuma until she was a hooker obra says you're right the only issue started after the 40 days after the 40 days is when the Yisurim came we learn a person has relations with his arusa in her father-in-law's house meaning he put a ring on her finger he acquired her but the bia they had bia together but it was not l'shem nesun it was not it was stop they, they decided having relations so that bia does not create does not have legal ramifications Okay, Rav Omar Rav says Havlad Mamzer. Therefore, the kid is going to be a Mamzer. Wow. You know why? You know why? Because if she's loose like that, interestingly, as a major chiddush, if she's loose like that as an arusa, we're going to assume that she also had relations with other people, and she's a married woman. So any kid that comes out has the chazaka. It's got to be from a forbidden uh, relation. Shmuel Amar Shmuel says no. Havlad Stuki. We came across a Shtuki earlier. Shtuki is where the kid asks his mother, who's my daddy? And the mother says, Shepet. We're not talking about your father right now. Meaning, we're not so sure. We're not so sure. Meaning, he might be a, a kosher kid. Might be a mamzer. We don't know. Okay, and there's different halachas around a vaday mamzer or a Shtuki. Amar <laughs> Rabba, Rabba says, Mestabar, most of the Rav, Rav makes a lot of sense. The daima ba'alma, when a woman taka is eh, loose, She's uh, living around with, uh, with other people. Okay. However, However, listen. It, it, you know, if, she has, if she's married a guy, and in general she's a tenua, we'll call it. In general she's modest with her body. She marries a guy and pump they had relations. It makes more sense to have relations with somebody she's running a roost with. Just because she had relations with him means she had relations with the guy down the block. No. They don't have a shaykhist. So says Rabbi, I just want to let you know. Where, where does Rav say that the kids of moms are is when it's known about her that She's out there. She's hanging out with other guys. Basra And therefore, we're going to... Um, but let's say we don't suspect her of, of being loose with her immorality. So then, Basra We're going to say the last guy who she's been hanging out with, which is the Arusa. We're going to say the child is his. And Rav will agree... The child is not a mamzer. Amar Rava, Rava says, but no, I mean, where do I know this one? Bektani, we learned in the Mishnah, if she gave birth, then she's to a kid, she's allowed to eat truma. Why? Again, she was Yisraelis, married to a Kohen. They have a kid. She's allowed to eat truma because the child is a Kohen. And since she has a child who's a Kohen, even if her husband dies, she's allowed to continue to eat truma. Hechidami, what's the case? 
Dami Balma, if you're going to say that she was Dami Balma, she's out there in the world, you know, running around with whoever she wants. Yolda my Seichel, just because she has a kid, why she let eat? Why she let eat Truma? Handle the kids a kite. Maybe she's running around with regular Yisrael guys. We don't know who she's actually having relations with. Vlay Dami Balma, Elolav Mine Damia. So you're going to say where she's she's not. Uh, running around with everybody else, but and, and she's not suspected. Well, just like over there in that case, of the mission of the high Yisura, the high Yisura, she's ushered to her husband who's a kain, and she's ushered to anybody else. Still, we say that the child is a kain, and therefore she's allowed to eat truma. So, to over here by the case of the Arusa, where she was ushered to, to, to the rest of the world, who she's running around with. And to this guy, her Arusa, her Arus, she's permitted to, like Hoshkain, how much more so should we say that this child belongs to the woman who she's married to? Hence, it comes out that, says Rav, I have a, gro- I have a good proof from this Mishnah that when Rav says that, the, that when an Arus has relations with his Arusa and they have a child, that child's going to be a Mamzer, that's only true if we have a pretty strong suspicion she's been sleeping around with, with other men. As well, but if we don't have that suspicion, a child from a regular Aras Varusa is not going to have the status of a mamzer. That is Rava's take on the opinion of Rav. Amalei Abaye Abaye says to Rava, <clears throat> "No, he says I disagree." Rava, is what I'm going to say to you. Whenever the the Aras and Arusa are together, okay, the Damine they they are having relations together, we could still say that the kid's going to be a mamzer even if we don't suspect that she's running around to the oilam. She's running out, she's being loose to the whole world. Omar Rav, Havlad Mamzer. Rav's still going to hold the kids a mamzer. That's a major chiddush. Major chiddush. Couple's married. Arison. Kids a mamzer? What's the deal? So here we go. Says Abai. My time. Why? The Amrinon, we're going to say, the fact that she made herself hefker to the Aros, you don't have to know that she's running around with other guys. It's not like you have to see her hanging out wherever. Even if you don't see her hanging out, the fact that she did this with her Aros means she could have done this with anybody. Azoy. Once it's Aser, once she could do an Iser, we say that she could do with the Aros, we're going to say that she could do an Iser with anybody. We see she's not careful when it comes to matters of Arais. Okay. Umas Nisan and our Mishnah, Shahayu Shneem Chavushim, incredible case. He says, Our Mishnah, the kind Israelis, we're in prison together. Okay? So they're in prison together. And since they were in prison together, what does logic dictate? That he's the father. Nobody else is there, just the two of them. And then they come out of prison. We don't know who the father is? We'll say, let's see. They were in a prison cell, they were together, and therefore, even if there's no, um, even if there's uh, our Mishnah which said the kid's not going to be a mom's here, because we know exactly what happened. But that's in a limited case. Bottom line, says the Gemara, an Aras and Arusa together, kids and moms here. Because as long as there's a chance, she could have been with somebody else. If you remove the chance that she was with anybody else, then in the kid's not a moms here. But 
Abayi is saying that Rav's giving us a major, major chiddush. A child of an arus, if a woman, this, this, to me it's a huge chiddush. If an arusa can make herself sexually available to her arus, that means she's willing to do it to anybody. It's a major chiddush. Unless there's no possibility to anybody else. Ikadamri. There are those who say the machlaikas a little differently. Bavalel, we're dealing with the case where the Aros had relations with her, when he had relations with her, everybody agrees that we say the child belongs to the, the Aros and Arusa. And Machlekes Rav and Shmuel is Arusa She'ibra. If an Arusa becomes pregnant, Rav Amarav says, Avlad Mamzer, the kid is automatically going to be a Mamzer, and uh, Shmuel Amar Havlad Shtuki. Okay, fine. So this is the same statement that we had earlier, now we're going to explain just the Ikad Amri, what the Machlekes is. Amar Rav, Mistavar Milsey Rav, <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> what Rav's saying is more mistaver. Deloy daimamina. That's only it's it's only more logical when she's not suspected of having relations with the arts. You hear this? She became pregnant, and you know what her husband says? I never had relations with her. Oh, that taka makes sense. Then Rav says, "Okay, this kid's a mobster." Oh uh, no, the arts. Oh, me? What are you talking about? I never did nothing. The daima ba'alma, and she's suspected of having relations with other people. Aval daima but let's say she would be suspected of having relations with the aris. Meaning the aris says, "Yeah, you know, I, I did, I did have relations with her." Alpha gav the daima ma'alma, Then even if she's also suspected about going to other people, We're going to say it's his. This is a good svara. I mean, everything's a good svara. But this we could understand a little more. We say, listen, even if she's loose. Bottom line is, she likes this guy. She accepted Kedusha from him. If she was Kedusha him, and he's saying they're having relations, then Chazaka's going to tell us this kid is actually not a mamzer. Where's Rav saying he is a mamzer? The guy's, the artist is saying completely, I haven't been involved with her. But if the artist is saying I have been involved with her, then automatically we're going to say the kid's not a mamzer, and it does go to the artist. That's going to be Rav's approach on the Machlekes Rav Shmuel. Tomorrow we will continue on with this Ika Amri of Rav trying to prove that his approach is correct. All right, we'll hold it here. Have a wonderful, wonderful week, everybody. A good tabach. Let's see. Bakhtia, uh, daf this week. Minchas at 10 to 8. Uh, so 6.50. 10 to 7. We'll, uh, we'll start daf yummy this week. All right, a good tabach, everybody.